Eddie, how are you doing this week? I'm doing okay. A little bit under the weather. Um, feeling much better than earlier this week. But um, pushing through, man. Pushing through. Good to hear that uh, Sevilla win that we just witnessed has to help with that recovery a little bit. Yes, definitely. Because if they lost, uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I'd be okay to record right now. <laughs> yeah, me either. Luckily, uh, Lopetegui made some substitutions and we didn't have to uh, be sad. So definitely a very important win for Sevilla uh, against Salta Vigo. Uh, Sevilla ends up winning four to two um, goals in the 85th and 87th minute uh, wins it for Sevilla going into the match. We had some unknowns. We had a couple players get uh, COVID midweek. Uh, Carlos Fernandez got it while he was in Sevilla and uh, Bono some got it sometime while he was on international duty. Uh, and then also Suso picked up an injury. I don't, I haven't heard too much about that injury. Have you? Is it just a muscular thing, or or do we know? Uh, it wasn't. They weren't specific, but it seems like it was just a, he just re-injured himself, like the same injury, which was uh, muscular. It was never said where exactly, like whether it was a hamstring or or what have you. But he injured it again. He was in training earlier this week, but he went down again. Yeah, it seemed like it happened uh, on Wednesday, I'm assuming. Um, or thir- No, Thursday, I think it, it happened. Uh, so anyway, um, we also got um, today's, you know, the the, the robot. I'm just going to start calling him a robot. Uh, Jesus Navas' birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus Navas. 35 years young today. And he actually yeah. looked even younger, dude. He uh, shaved his beard off, and I think he took 10 years away. Um, uh, he looked like he did before he left for Man, Man City. To, I mean, that baby-faced novice there. He, he plays like it anyway. So, it's a, yeah, 35, yeah, but whatever. He hasn't aged in, in, a, in a decade, right? So That's right. Uh, funny, <laughs> uh, the Sevilla English uh, Twitter guy made a funny joke. He uh so novice right after the the match started, second minute, uh, novice gets a yellow card, and the Sevilla uh, Twitter guy says, "Hey, novice gets another birthday card." <laughs> wow! <laughs> I thought that was a, a great tweet. I thought it was funny. Um, so anyway, uh, Sevilla started off really well today. I mean, just on the front foot, a lot of pressure. Uh, almost scored um, early, early. And then in the fifth minute, um, off of a corner, it was another one of those uh, kind of corners where Oliver, you know, just taps it over to uh, Jordan so he can get it on his right foot, delivers a great cross in the box. Uh, Carlos comes in with a thunderous header that uh, rebounds right to Kunde and he slots it right in. Y con una banda derecha, evidentemente siendo activa en el primer remate de Ocampos, un perfil derecho en el de Oliver Torres. Bueno, estamos viendo llegadas por la izquierda, lo hizo Nesiri, ahora el remate, segunda jugada, gol. Gol de Jules Koundé, el remate de Diego Carlos. 
Ríos y a la segunda para cazarla. Ahí estuvo Cundé para hacer el primero. Marca Cundé en el Sevilla. Se, 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 Sevilla 1, Celta 0. I mean, there was no way Diego Carlos was not going to win that header. And then Kunde uh, finally getting his goal. I feel like he's always close in these set pieces, but he finally scores here. Um, a good goal to put us in front early, finally scoring the first half for once. And you would think, okay, we're, we're playing well right now, and it should be smooth sailing from here, right? Right? Right. However, uh, five minutes later... Uh, Vaklik filling in for the injured uh, Bono, right? Well, not injured, but Corona uh, laced uh, Bono. Uh, oh, man, what a shocking goal to give up. Um, so we'll set this one up a little bit. It was, uh, you know, cross come in. Uh, I'm not sure who, who hit the cross for them. It's uh, Hugo Mayo. From, from right okay, side. yeah, I didn't, I didn't make a note of that, but anyway, crosses in. Vaklik kind of he comes for it on the near post. I don't know if he was trying to catch it, if he was trying to knock it away. I'm not sure. I don't know that he knows what he was trying to do. You tell me. Whatever he was trying to do, it didn't work. Goes right through his hands, hits off the post, and then goes right to Iago Aspas. Our former old man, uh, Aspas, who just, you know, hits it in the back of the net with the open goal. So it, it was laughable. It was a laughable error because you see Vashlik on, on the, in the starting 11, right? Obviously, Bono with the breaking news um, ahead of the game um, that he has the, the Rona, um, COVID 19, sorry. And Vashlik and goal. All right, another chance for him to redeem himself, I guess, because whenever he plays, he looks shaky and gives away cheap goals. This error was just laughable. I laughed. I laughed when it happened because, of course, of course, it happened, right? And to to be proven right again with uh, a Vashik error, it was like, what happened? Because this, he wasn't like this when we signed him. Definitely not. I know we compare him to Sergio Rico the season prior to that, but. He, he was a reliable, very reliable goalkeeper. And he wasn't error-prone like this. Ever since the, the injury in that same season, not the injury uh, last season, but in his first season, uh, before the uh, Slavia Prague um, tie in the Europa League, he never, he never recovered from, from that injury. And was never the same keeper. I don't know if he's ever going to regain that form. Um, I have I have some faith in him. I think he can, but he's really struggling here. So, so right after that, I mean, Salta settled in and uh, pretty much controlled most of the first half from then on. They did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just Sevilla switched off. Just didn't seem into the game. Uh, I think I think this is a game where we really missed their fans in that first half uh, to get the team back up and 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 push them forward they just seemed to quit and um you know Celta uh, came back and uh, took the lead it was Aspas getting free on the on the right flank uh, our left uh, if you may but you would hope that okay when you commit an error hopefully you just improve from it right you pick your head up and 
improve from it in the game. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen because it was a near post shot. It was, it was a half chance. It was a really tight angle for Aspas. So Vashley just has to parry it out for, for a corner. But he parried in the worst possible spot right to an open Nolito. Sure, we could have closed down on Nolito. Um, Navas kind of lost him there in the, from the run to the box, but he parried it into a dangerous position, which is like goalkeeping 101. Yeah, so two mistakes by Vaklik in the first uh, first half and two goals by former Sevilla players. I mean, you couldn't have wrote it any better if you're Celta at this point. Uh, Aspas and Nolito getting on the board. Going into halftime, we were thinking, oh, man, we're down 2-1. Uh, you know, not playing well. Uh, we also lost Acuna uh, the first half. Uh, he was subbed off in the 32nd minute. Um, for Escudero, I guess Acuna wasn't um, fully recovered from his injury that he picked up prior to the international break. So, um, anyway, Escudero comes on, and uh, actually that that's going to play big later in the match. So, anyway, right before halftime, holy cow, Nezri, oh my goodness, what a header. Um, you want to set that one up? Uh, well, nothing was really happening uh, for us. Well, after Celta scored the second, um, we were kind of reactive. We we're getting a little bit crisper with our passing and finding ease getting forward a, a little bit. But um, for me, that's just a mental problem. If you're just too reactive, you need the opponents to score for you to start playing well. And yeah, essentially, we thought we were going to go into halftime down 2-1 and then uh, Navas puts in a looping cross from the right-hand side. And then Nisiri wins the header against two defenders. Didn't use his arms because you know you know La Liga refs call that. And cleanly wins the header into the back of the net right before the halftime whistle. Perfect. 20 segundos para llegar al 47. Banda izquierda. Controla con el interior Sergio Escudero. Escudero busca algún apoyo cerca. No lo encuentra. Decide retrasar para Diego Carlos. O nos damos prisa o el árbitro pita al final. Quedan 8 segundos. La tiene Ocampos. Tiene que ser la última. Ocampos por dentro. No llega la pelota a Enesiri. Le cae el balón en la derecha. Jesús Navas la pone, la pone, la pone. Enesiri. Gol, 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 g
times he would lose those duels, but um, it was it was coming, you could say, um, for him to get that headed goal. Yeah, he played really well today, I thought. Um, I it compost there for, you know, the early part of the match. Um, his... He, I I was like really early where Campos kind of dribbled over along the baseline and uh, the guy just fell down. I thought he might have broke his ankle, uh, and I think I think uh, one did kind of break their ankle later, or, or at least pulled something when uh, uh, Campos gave him a little shake and bake, and that guy just went straight down to the ground and didn't didn't give back up. So uh, Campos had it going early. Um, nothing really. Came of it. I mean, he had a, a really good shot on goal early, but um, after that, he kind of got lost. Uh, didn't see too much of him. He gave the ball away a lot uh, in the early part of the second half. Um, yeah, what did you see in the coming out of halftime? It, it it wasn't that the Sevilla team. It didn't seem like much had changed uh, after that goal. I mean, they kind of didn't start. I mean, they, I didn't think they started very well. You know, coming out of the out of the half. What did you think? Uh, it went back to the same lackadaisical uh, way of playing with um, they weren't really increasing the pace and we had no attempts on goal. I remember the stat, the stat came up and it's, it was the same amount of attempts on goal since the equalizer. So for the first 20 or so, 15 to 20 minutes in that second half, yes, we were retaining possession and pegging Celta back, but we weren't doing anything dangerous with the ball. Um, and to have uh, Oliver at the, the left wing, who honestly could have had a free role today because he, when he, whenever he plays out wide, he's kind of a false winger, so he comes in inside a lot and is able to, to pop in, in wherever the space is. So we easily could have had the midfield advantage over Celta Vigo, but he didn't, um, he didn't make use of that enough. And in certain moments he did, and you could see our play finally opening up and then Escudero getting free on the left-hand side, which then opened many other opportunities. I know it led to a shot by Jordan in the 59th minute. It was a bad shot, but just seeing how it, it built up, it's like, okay, we could generate chances like this, but Oliver didn't do enough of that. Yeah, that was a good build-up play. You know, uh, something that did change from the first half to the second half, uh, Vaklik actually made it made some saves and and kept Sevilla into it. some really nice saves, um, you know two two that I can remember uh, yeah. to, to basically save save Sevilla, um, which allowed Lopetegui to make some adjustments. Um, you know nothing really happened too much until the 79th minute. I think it was um, uh, Jordan. I, I don't know who won the free kick at the top of the box, but Jordan lined up for the free kick. Um, and made a, a really good um, a good strike. It, it was missing some of that curve that, it, that he would have needed to, to find that top corner and, mm-hmm. and ended up being kind of an easy save for uh, the Celta keeper. But, um, you know, really the first shot on goal, I think we had um, uh, prior to Yen's halftime equalizer. So uh, pretty good free kick. Yeah, it was uh, it was Munir that won the free kick. Um, it was similar to when he won the free kick against uh, Athletic Bilbao last season, where Banega scored the free kick afterwards. But um, it was pretty close by Jordan there. Yeah, if he had it a little bit more to the corner, maybe he could have gone in. 
but at least it went on target. So that was promising. Um, yeah, it had a good dip to it. I mean, up and down. Uh, you got the up and down, just didn't have a, enough curve on it. So uh, Just a few minutes after that, that's when we've seen more changes. Our, our final two subs coming in with uh, Oscar. Yeah, 81st minute, uh, Oscar and uh, Idrisi makes his uh, Sevilla debut, finally. We finally get to see the mm-hmm. new guy. What, what did you think? Uh, Idrisi, yeah, from the first pass he received, um, his first opportunity, he did something with it. He put in a dangerous cross from the left. And then you could see the teammates trusting him after that. Um, they left him isolated uh, on the left flank because he likes going at defenders. He's a really uh, talented dribbler and he's not afraid of taking on defenders and he beat them multiple times and had opportunities to cross. And it was very promising from what we've seen just 10 minutes. And it, it gave, it gave more balance to the team having a threat on the left and then having a different kind of threat with Munir and Navas on the right. So having, having that duality on both flanks really helped the play in the middle where the goal eventually came from with uh, Escudero coming on to his left foot. Um, it was a deflected shot, yes, but you create your own luck, right? Uh, you put the team in a certain situation to to take advantage of opportunities you get. Half chances, yes, but it was, was going to be a shot on target regardless, and the deflection helped it. Yeah, just a... A really good strike too. I mean, it um, it kind of fell right between him and Rakitic. Uh, Rakitic left it for Escudero to to hit it off of his left foot and uh, hit it with uh, a lot of lot of pace. And it, it did. We did get lucky with the with the deflection, but yeah, man, just a great strike. Mira, mira, mira. Perdona que aquí no hay tregua. El balón de Munir para Rakitic le va a pegar. Gol, 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 gol,
we get uh, another go-ahead goal. But the, by the super sub, Munir, this is, this is why I wanted Munir to stay as a super sub because of his impact. Yep. In, in short amounts of time like this, and with his pace, he will find those openings. And how many times has he scored a goal like this? Yeah, I mean, it's classic Munir. I mean, he finds himself out on the wing and uh, with space, and he doesn't miss when he does that. And I, I actually made a note in my notes here that, you know, super sub Munir, because uh, you've caught it out many times. Um, just a, a great taking goal, beat uh, the keeper on the near post and puts the V up 4-2, and that was that was a match right there. I mean, Lopetegui's two subs making the difference. Que se puede plantar ante el portero. Munir, 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 Munir. Gol, 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 servicio se la han perdido se han ido a la cocina se la han perdido se han cambiado el canal de la televisión sin darse cuenta se lo han perdido en un minutito dos goles del Sevilla para pasar del empate al 4 a 2 ahí llegó Munir en la cabalgada por la izquierda para hacer el cuarto Sevilla 4 Celta 2 Oscar coming in as well. Um, he didn't really have the opportunity to affect it that much, but he kept the play. Um, he got the, the play going. Um, he's very talented on the ball, so him picking up passes is is, is nothing to him. Um, I would like to see him uh, involved more because I feel like we don't take enough risks, and this is. I guess this is why we haven't really been able to create chances or score goals. We're not taking enough risks. And we compete against big teams because it's it's a big match. So both teams are going to be a little bit cautious. But in games like this, you have to you have to tip the scale a little bit to the other side and take more chances, especially from your creators. Um, so it, it was promising to see Idrissi play well with those uh, with those ten minutes because he showcased all his skills, and just hopefully he doesn't uh, overexert himself to get re-injured like Suso did. But it's very promising now because now we're going to have a threat from the left hand side and and the right. I wish we had more of a threat through the middle. I mean, one thing that I did notice in the first half is just everything came from the wings. I mean, nothing's coming from the middle and maybe that's where Oscar comes in and can, and, you know, sit right behind the striker and maybe open up that middle because nothing, I don't know if we've scored a goal through the middle this year. It's all come from crosses and I, I, Unless it was a counterattack, like, yeah. like, Monier, like Monier at the end, nothing yeah. comes through the middle. A few chances. Yes. But that's where I was saying with Oliver, like when he would pop into the middle, sometimes it would create an opening because we were overwhelmed. So we were just playing with two center mids. It would overwhelm down. I'm surprised he didn't do more of that or why uh, Julien didn't urge him to to come inside more. It was baffling to me. 
Yeah. I mean, this game had a little bit of everything. Uh, we had the trademark uh, and Ezri miss in the first half, too, where uh, he kind of gets on the on the right shoulder there of uh, the defender. Um, great pass. I, I'm not, I don't remember who, who uh, threw it Kuna, in, I thought it was going to be a pass for Olivet on the left wing, but it was so good that it actually found in the city on that run. Yeah. Who beat his defender. Was. And he could create chances easily like that. You, you saw that it was. It, it it was a pass intended for two players, kind of. But his pace got him to that spot. And his frame uh, got him into the space, beat the defender. But, you know, the most important part of that whole thing, not finding the target. Yeah, that, that was that was disappointing. Just it was so off. I mean, it wasn't even on frame, but even close to being on frame, but he should have. And it was on his his favorite left foot. So no excuses on that, in my opinion. I don't want to hear that the, the angle might have been unfavorable to him or it's early in the game. No, these are chances you have to take at this level. Those are chances you have to take. Yeah, especially if you want to be that number one striker, you have to make that you have to at least put it on frame. I mean, show that you can hit the target and him or, I mean, De Jong didn't show too much when he, when he came in either. He just, uh, you know, he did what De Jong always does uh, when, uh, when balls in the air, you know, take, take balls off the chest and lay them out wide. And, and uh, so he did his job, but uh, I think he had one shot on goal, but it was like a half chance. It wasn't anything crazy. But just to go back to Yen real quick, well, we see he missed a, a, a clear chance there. He did improve and eventually get his goal. See, that's that's what I like. He's still it, yes, yeah. he's an under twenty three player. Um, he's still young, but okay, he didn't he didn't let that chance get to him. He eventually scored with a, a different chance that he got. So that's that's some improvement there at least. That's the Sevilla way, never giving up, and he yes, didn't. Sir. That's it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that was pretty much the match. Uh, the one thing that I thought, I thought there was a penalty in the box uh, when uh, Munir kind of got hogtied around the collar um, and taken yeah. down. I, that might have been on the Edrisi Ed, Ed cross. I'm not, I, I don't remember exactly, but I thought there was a penalty there and they didn't even, I mean, there was no stoppage for VAR to look at it. I mean, we know who was in the box for the VAR official today. So, um, although he did save us at the end, I mean, uh, Celta did win a penalty at the end of the game um, uh, where uh, Navas kind of uh, uh, pushed the attacker down. Um, soft. It was soft, but I thought it was a clear penalty. But we got saved by VAR um, checking. Uh, um, Aspas was just a fraction off and – Real time, I thought he was onside because I thought uh, Diego Carlos actually held him on at the end. Uh, but it wasn't um, it wasn't even close when when it went to VAR. So uh, that was pretty much the match. That's how it ended. 4-2 Sevilla. Uh, hugely important game for Sevilla to win. Uh, it puts us up in the middle of the table now. We're actually only uh, six points behind Villarreal, but with two games in hand. So uh, you know, not a bad look. Um, uh, still a long way to go for this team. Um, we got a Champions League match on Tuesday with Krasnodar in Russia. So a little bit of travel, a little bit of unknowns there. We won't have Bono back. 
probably will not have Acuna back. Yeah, what do you what do you think about the trip to Krasnodar? Um, it will be challenging. Um, we remember the last time we went there, they gave us a really tough match. I was really impressed by them the last time uh, that we played them in the Europa League two seasons back. Um, but in uh, in this game, well, we've seen that they've, they've been very error-prone um, in previous games. But uh, it, it depends on us how solid we are defensively. If, if that is our, that's been our bread and butter in, in the Champions League. Uh, apart from that last game against against Krasnodar, but um, I, I guess I'm a bit more hopeful for Vashlik because it's not a random game that he's being put in, um, like Lopetegui did earlier in the season. He just inexplicably would put Vashlik in the starting lineup, but now to get consecutive games um, might help his case a little bit more. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, after seeing what happened today, I'm not that hopeful but i guess it could be better for him and i don't know depending on the lineup i'm will we see more of udrisi will we see um oscar more i'm still predicting a similar lineup but um it, we have a chance to secure um um a berth into the knockout round so i'm looking forward to it it's something to play for and hopefully the players are up for it and show it yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a tight match. Actually, I, I, you know, they did play us really well when we were uh, in Russia uh, last time. They won that game actually, and um, yeah. so, so we'll see. I mean, um, you know, Vaklik showed well in the second half, so hopefully he gains some confidence and and brings that with him to Russia, and and we could dominate. And uh, who knows? I mean, Chelsea's got. Um, uh, Rens again, who they dominated last time they were out. So um, we'll see how that match ends up. We might, who knows? We might be at the top of the table uh, uh, in the group. So, so let's see. Um, that match is actually twelve uh, fifty-five on Tuesday. Um, so if you guys are looking for that on your calendar, Eastern uh, Standard Time, yeah, Eastern Standard Time, early match uh, at six uh, fifty-five p.m. in Sevilla. Um, so early, early match. Uh, Atletico just scored on Barcelona here in the forty-seventh minute. Man, right, almost the exact same time as uh, Inesri uh, uh, scored for us. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, Champions League match on Tuesday, and then we get a – I won't say a, a break, but it, it does give us an extra day to recover, I guess, um, not playing that Wednesday because we, we play again Saturday. Uh, we make the trip to Huesca at 12.30 p.m. again. Uh, that's 12.30 Eastern time, 6.30 uh, Sevilla time. So – the result was good today. The, the result was good. Maybe the play wasn't up there, but the result was good. And we scored four goals. Um, just to bring up what the uh, some of the members are saying here in, in the thread, uh, Brian says four goals from four different players. When was the last time we did that? I do not have the answer for you right now because it was such a long time ago. I don't think we scored four goals last season. Last time we scored four goals, like, yeah, let alone three goals, right? Sure, and, and that comeback against uh, Krasnodar match day three, but uh, four goals from four different players. Um, it, it's good that the goals are going in. Um, so that's, 
that's something else that's promising compared to the uh, last league match against Osasuna, just a one nil victory from a penalty. And then now at least the goals are coming in. At least we're scoring in the first half. Tidy a, a few things up because it was a bit sloppy at times. Well, a lot of times um, throughout that game. Um, oh, and we, we didn't bring up, you remember that pirouette from uh, Kunde in that first half? Ooh, yeah, that, that was, was so pretty. Yeah, 42nd minute, I think, um, if you guys want to check that back. Uh, yeah, that was gorgeous. I made a note of that. It was just super, I mean, just gorgeous. Uh, Rakitic had a nice little flick to avoid a defender uh, in the second half, too. That it was slick. Um, it, it looked like he was just playing by himself there. He's like easily, I think there's two players trying to close him down, and he was just just dribbling around them and just keep in the ball. Like, <laughs> like we like to see from Banega um, when he was yeah. here, but um, yeah, that was nice to see. That was, yeah, that was a clean move by, by Kunde in that first yeah, half. Yeah, it was slick. It's going to be a GIF uh, for that. Somebody will make a GIF for that. Well, if you're listening out there and you have the ability to make a GIF of that, you should and send it to me. Um, <laughs> and one more thing um, I need, I need my I need my brothers and our, our fellow members to stop slandering my man's hair. Kunde is a very creative and stylish young man. Let him do as he pleases. You, you like the I, hair, don't you? If the power is I in love the hair. The, hair. the, the power is in the hair. I I mean personally, I like the uh, the fro a little more. Um, but okay. whatever you want, man, you're young, you're 21 years old. You do what you <laughs> want to do, man. Yeah, do it up, man. Especially now I'm, I'm growing my hair out. I'm not going to be able to do what Kunde is doing, but, uh, I mean, I'm in COVID. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to see clients. I'm, I'm going to grow my hair out a little bit too. Yeah, man. Let, let my man get his, uh, let his, get his braids on, man. Nothing's going to look worse than Thomas Rogan's suit if you're watching the BN Sports feed. Uh, that man can't dress. <laughs> you know, I, I don't mind him, man. He's he's a very <laughs> he's a very eccentric guy, uh, gentleman. So his suits don't bother me. It's not it's not quite Craig Sager like, but <laughs> it's still classy. Uh, it's still classy. Yeah. He's he's fun though. I mean, he, uh, I interact with him a lot on Twitter. I've actually I've actually met him. Um, he used to be the coach of DC United, so um, okay. he, he still comes back sometimes. So um, actually, last season I think it was uh, he came up in the stands with us. I'm a DC United supporter, um, so I was up in the stands, you know, drumming and and uh, dancing up and down. And and uh, Rangon came up and uh, said hi and. Uh, so I actually got to meet him, I don't know, last season, I think it was. Nice guy. Uh, overall, a very uh, eventful day in Civismo. We had a triple header with the uh, Sevilla women starting off the day at home to Valencia. Uh, top of the table clash, sixth versus seventh. And actually ended it in the, a nil-nil draw. Um, the Sevilla women in, in uh Good run of form after three straight wins. Unfortunately, just a draw here, but at least the uh, the point helps them stay in the top half of the table. They actually have uh, international break uh, next weekend, so it's, it's their turn uh, to take uh, some time off. And then they have Real Madrid at the uh, on the other side of the break. 
Um, also, you had the second game in a, in a triple header was Sevilla Atletico away to Cordoba. And uh, uh, the youngins won 2-1 with uh, two goals from Ivan de Romero, uh, putting Sevilla ahead 2-0, um, getting pegged back by Cordoba, but they were able to hold on. And they will be hosting El Ejido next week, next weekend, uh, for Sevilla Atletico. And that is your news in the world of Sevillismo. So coming up on Monday, we've got a very special episode that we're going to be uploading. Uh, you don't want to miss that. I'm going to tweet it all over the place. Um, a highlight of my life. Um, we actually got to interview Monchi on Thursday, Eddie and I. What do you think about that, Eddie? Um, I, I'm still in disbelief because we honestly we just started this thing in, in terms of uh, uh, a podcast. So to think that we already landed the Monchi interview was uh, was just outstanding and. Um, I'm very thankful for for the people behind the scenes that that helped in, in making that happen. Um, because this 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 man is is very is a special person in in Sibismo. and he's when when we look back at this era in in Sevilla's, uh history, um, be, there's no doubt that uh, how important of a role he played. So for us, for us on this side of the Atlantic to have the opportunity to, to, to pick his brain on, uh, on football and, and his favorite things and, and Sevilla's history. It's just amazing. Until next time, vamos mi Sevilla. Vamos campeón. <laughs>